Welcome everyone to Tunnels Explorer episode 4 season 2 with Haikal Fahim from Singapore. Hi ha- Haikal. Hello, hi. Hi. Uh yeah, so as usual we are here with uh Leo Galuh as well. Hi Leo. Hey morning Glenn, morning Haikal. Morning guys. So uh today we're glad to have Haikal here uh live from Singapore. And so, first off, uh, Heiko, can you tell us uh, who are you and what you do and and what's your background uh, in journalism? Uh, okay. Uh, well, my name is Heiko. I am the head of Southeast Asia at Telemedia, uh, and where I've been for about six and a half years so far. So, and Telemedia is a PR tech company uh, which provide tools for both the communications and the media sectors. Uh, in terms of my background, I've always been in line in the line of journalism and communications. Um, I think when since I was about 17 years old, uh, because that was when I was pursuing my diploma, and thereafter I also did my bachelor's degree in communications with Murdoch University. Uh, I majored in both public relations and with a minor in journalism. So perhaps the indication that I was going to be in you know between those two sectors has been there for quite some time. Uh, but actually, other than you know, during my internship at MediaCorp, I did my internship at MediaCorp when I was studying. My first job was actually not in the sector. Uh, mm. I was pretty, still pretty young back then, so I decided to you know travel the world, and uh, and so at that time I actually did a two-year stint uh, with Singapore Airlines as a cabin crew, uh, which was really fun, and it you know made me grow as an in- individual. Uh, but thereafter, I decided to delve right into the realms of comms and PR. Uh, with uh, in-house positions at NGOs uh, such as Singapore Red Cross and also World Toilet organiza- Organization, which is probably a story for another day. Um, and I also went into the team that set up Fortune PR in Singapore, whose main office is actually in Indonesia. Uh, but like I said, for, for the past six and a half years, I've been with Telemedia, uh, and I am now uh, its head for Southeast Asia. Mm. So, Heiko, please tell us why did you choose to be working in the public relations sector? What intrigued you to uh, getting deeper with this sector? I mean, the public relations. Uh-huh. That's a good question, and I actually don't quite have the answer, other mm-hmm. than the fact that I've actually always enjoyed uh, maybe looking at how brands and companies talk about themselves in various ways to the publics. By talk, you know, I mean like the different things that they do uh, to appear. Uh, in the public uh, and how they are being perceived in the public public side. Um, so I always knew that there's more to what consumers and the audience see in the media, you know, such as in the news or in advertisements, etc. Um, so I've always wanted to learn about that and be involved in a type of movement of sorts to to influence and speak with. A, a specific group of audience. Um, so I've always been interested in that. So I guess that was the reason why I went into uh, the PR or comms sector. Mm. And have you ever thought of, uh, you know, um, working in another sector involving public speaking, like for example, lawyering? I don't think I'll make a very good lawyer because of the many arguments that I've lost with my wife. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I, I don't think I'll make a very good lawyer. But you know, um, in terms of public speaking, I've always thought that education is something that perhaps I would uh, eventually move into. I've always been uh, quite interested in um, passing on knowledge to the next generation and people who actually want to learn. Uh, so I do hope I'm wise enough to pass on that knowledge. I, I don't think I have all the tools yet right now. But I love to do something like that. You know, speaking with um, students who, or, or people, professionals who actually want to learn a little bit more and for me to cast on some of my experience to them. I think there's a lot for me as a person to learn as well before I can get to that. But that's perhaps an area that maybe I might look into in the future. But I don't think I'll ever you know, leave the communications or PR world, uh, you know, and perhaps I do something in tandem with, with education at some point, but never to actually fully leave it. Uh, and, and are you doing like a part-time, uh, you know, a lecture kind of thing or you, you, you don't do that kind of uh, part-time academia? Um, no, right now, no. Um, at this moment, not. Um, I mean, I used to, when I said education has been uh, something I've always been interested in is because I used to also volunteer and teach uh, people, uh, students in Singapore uh, who are of the lower income group, but not so much in terms of doing uh, PR work. So it's really about teaching math and English, uh, things like that. Um, but, you know, I've, I've always wanted to, like I said, influence the uh, slightly older uh, students, uh, people who are adults who are moving into a professional world. Uh, but right now, I'm not doing um, anything of of that sort just as yet. But you know, uh, it might be in time to come. But I am I am involved with. Uh, I do try to speak at uh, certain events, and pe- people do invite me as a guest speaker. I've spoken as a couple of guest lectures, uh, as a guest lecturer at a couple of uh, lectures as well. Uh, with people in education, but not as a part-time lecturer. Mm. So, uh, Haikal, uh, because you are working uh, in the public relations sector, means that you have two users here, you know, your client, the company, and also that uh, journalist. So, as a, as a bridge, as a middle between journalists and companies, uh, in your view, which one is the most challenging part to deal with? Is it with the company or with the journalist? Because these two, two, uh, two sides have a different view. Oh, you're putting me in a very tight spot there. But as someone who I, I've never been uh, a journalist, uh, so I've never really written for uh, any sort of news platforms uh, other than some sort of freelance writing. Um, so other than uh, other than that, no, I don't. I don't. I've never really done journalism, um, but you know, I would in in that sense, I guess because mm-hmm. I've done PR, I would say like you really, you know, speaking to ju- the journalists and uh, working with journalists can be a little bit challenging. Uh, but it's something that I've always appreciated. You know, I have so many great journalist friends uh, that have really become, you know, close friends because of the time I did in PR and the time that uh, I've spent getting to know them outside of the work format. Um, so, yeah, no, I think where I was starting out, speaking to journalists is an art and it's something that I think I have hopefully mastered all these years. Uh, and you know, it's something that uh, I think I, I, I can do pretty well right now. But yeah, at the start, it was a little bit challenging. 
Mm-hmm. And so uh, for our listeners uh, today, we've been talking a lot about telemedia, but we haven't been introduced uh, what what telemedia is. And Heikel, can you introduce uh, to us what exactly is telemedia and what does telemedia do? Because uh, I assume that many of our listeners uh, are not aware of uh, telemedia because it's not. a uh, news uh, agency right so can you can you uh, introduce uh, telemedia what does it do and uh, where is it based in and and yeah that sort of thing okay absolutely you know um, if you are in the sectors of pr and communications and journalism i this is definitely something that will be relevant for you because telemedia sits between the sectors of communications and the media uh, and by communications i mean what is largely known as public relations and by the media here it's mainly the editorial and news platforms such as print broadcast and digital and a lot of others right um, for the prs we provide a platform for them to easily access media contacts from asia pacific Uh, and targeting their media relations efforts to the correct and relevant journalists uh, because the, the media sector is big so it's not always uh, reaching out to the, the the same journalists all the time for the same type of stories so if you have different angles different stories you might want to reach out to different media and different different journalists and the the the, the journalism world is so volatile people move around so much um, so it's difficult difficult to track that and that's what we help the prs to do uh, whereas for the media we run a uh, newsletter uh, that we call alerts uh, and these alerts help them to announce their recent moves provide industry news uh, we also do uh, editorial vacancies uh, and also to help uh, um, you know journalists reach out to the prs where they need help with sourcing out for interviewees spokespeople industry experts and more Um, so we really are a network of PRs and journalists, and we try to bridge that gap of communications, as you said, uh, between the two fraternities. And we are based uh, in uh, all around Asia. So we have an office in Hong Kong that covers uh, a few markets such as uh, the mainland China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Macau. Uh, out of Southeast Asia, we actually have a few offices in uh, Singapore, Thailand, uh, Jakarta, uh, Manila. Uh, and we all cover the Southeast Asian region and we have a Sydney office which covers uh, Australia and New Zealand and a small Melbourne office as well. Okay, and so um, when you mentioned that this, well, telemedia is working uh, in the middle, right, between PR and media and communications, yeah. sorry, communications and media, right? Yeah. And is it something new? Um, Has there been any uh, similar platform for journalists and PRs before telemedia uh, came into uh, existence? Um, you know, the reason why telemedia was started uh, when it started out in 2013 in Singapore, I joined them in very early in 2014, but it started out in 2013 in Singapore was because there was that gap in the industry where something like telemedia has been around Uh, in other parts of the world, such as in Europe, in in the US, uh, for the longest time, uh, to help you know bridge that communications between 
uh, the media and the PRs. Uh, but in Asia, in Southeast Asia, there was that gap that uh, everyone was still try managing their, ex- their 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 journalist contacts and their Excel list and all that, and um, that was the reason why we started out Telemedia um, to to help manage that a lot better uh, to get you know more journalists onto the platform and being reached out to by news sources because it's not just you know your your main news sources which are out there and you can see it um, on the newsstands there's so many more out there that can be can be utilized and and you know journalists and you know editorial people who wants to reach out and carry carry stories um, so that was the reason why we set up so there was that gap and uh, i don't think there's anything else um, currently in asia that do the same thing that we do in the magnitude that we do um, so yeah we only focus on our media database platform uh, and in making sure that network of journalists and comms people that we build in speaking with each other is the biggest and the best one. I see. Uh, so, uh, I, uh, dealing with COVID until today, so in Indonesia still have a big problem with COVID. Uh, maybe it happened to all over the Southeast Asian Asian like Philippines, Malaysia and Singapore. So I would like to know uh, how the media team in Southeast Asia dealing with this COVID-19 are you still doing uh, work from home or are you are you uh, trying to adjust with some of regulation in like for example in Indonesia Indonesia government uh, already introduced what the new normal is so some of us already work from office but as a team as a Southeast Asia team how do media manage their team in Southeast Asia yeah I know COVID-19 really <clears throat> uh, put us in a difficult position right and I think it's not just um, us at Telemedia it's really every industry out there and every company out there um, but with some uh, uh, with with telemedia where we are regional, uh, mm. it creates also uh, a different issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, it it creates a different issue where you know there are obviously different regulations from different countries. Uh, but we've been able to manage it pretty well. I'm pretty pleased at how mm. we've been able to manage that so far. Um, and obviously, I oversee a Southeast Asia region, so I, I, I focus more uh, on that. And we abide to all the regulations and recommendations by the local government uh, that's been put in place. Um, but um, you know, in in Southeast Asia right now, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. our employees and teams are still working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, we are exploring. Uh, moving into the office uh, in time to come uh, but there really isn't a really uh, real need to rush into that just because you know we are pretty comfortable we've been able to operate really really well uh, remotely uh, and just for you know everyone's uh, safety and well-being which is our utmost priority for both the people that we meet often and also for our employees uh, that we want to work from home as long as possible until uh, you know we know that it is safe, it is comfortable for everyone 
to move back into the office and this will all be done in a tiered stages and again it could be different from what we do in Singapore to Jakarta to uh, to our office in KL and so on um, so we really will um, keep on monitoring uh, the local uh, development of COVID-19 yeah. but it's been really good so far Hi Ko, uh, I'm interested in knowing uh, thus far uh, what is your biggest personal achievement during your tenure in Telum. <laughs> I really, I I really can't call it a personal achievement because um, everything that we do at Telum is done as a team. Um, so I really don't want to consider this my personal achievement. But I guess I can be proud of the fact that I. To build teams across Southeast Asia, like I said. So again, we have in-market teams now on the ground in Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, Philippines, and we really started out as a small team in Singapore. Uh, and you know, to have to build that, I think I can see it as an achievement. Uh, but obviously, there's a lot more that I want to do and more that can be done. Uh, but I'm, I also, like I said earlier, you know, I can be pleased at how we've been coping with. COVID-19 and engaging with the PRs and media and you know recently I've been hosting the Telemedia, uh, Telemedia hosted a, a number of webinars so I've been hosting these webinars for the past few months and it's something I've never done before uh, and we have a, a few thousand people uh, you know attending these webinars already uh, one of them actually reached over a thousand three hundred attendees um, so I guess I can be, I can count that as an achievement. But again, you know, it's not a personal achievement. It's more of a team achievement. I see. And apart from doing webinars lately, are you into podcasts as well? Uh, both from you personally and Tila Media. Are you guys well, doing podcasts? We are not. We are not actively uh, podcasting yet. But uh, as an individual, I love podcasts. Uh, and uh, I'm so happy to see. Southeast Asia, you know, um, picking up podcasts a little bit more right now uh, in a lot of markets. Uh, and, you know, kudos to you guys as well for putting this together, which, which is really, really good. Um, so, you know, we are, we are not doing podcasting yet. Our, our Australia team does it a little bit uh, because it's a bit more mature market in terms of pod, podcasts. Um, and, you know, but it's something that I really want to look into doing in the future, both separately outside of Talem if I get a chance to and also within Talem itself. And on uh, Heikel, last but not least, uh, before we conclude this episode, uh, do you have any message for PRs and journalists out there uh, with regard to Talem Media or any message you know, regarding uh, how to face this uh, very difficult situation during COVID uh, or any tips and tricks? Please. Yeah, of course. You know, um, like I said, uh, we help to bridge the communications between uh, communications and the media and vice, vice versa. Uh, so if you are in communications and you are struggling to speak to the media and don't know where to start, and you don't know who to reach out to in the media, speak with us because we will be, we have uh, the right tools to help with that. Uh, and if you are in journalism, if you are in the media, if you are struggling with a story, if you are writing a story, you are struggling, trying to find 
the best interviewees uh, or the right experts to 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 come on your shows and to to appear on your articles uh, do write in to us as well you can do all of these on our website www.telemedia.com or you can also reach out to me personally on LinkedIn and on email again all of my details are also on the website um, and um, and we'll be uh, we'll be happy to help uh, and last but not least like I said you know COVID-19 is really really unprecedented it puts a lot of industries in difficult position for the media it's really the frontliners that don't really get uh, enough credit what you guys are really doing out there putting yourself in the line of fire to cover the news of COVID-19 and I really really appreciate that uh, and you know, I'm sure that the rest of Telemedia does as well um, so thank you to all journalists who've been doing that uh, and you know for everyone within our networks and outside of our networks with uh, in PR and comms and also in the media uh, I wish you all you know the best health and to always keep safe. That's it. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I think what what you do in telemedia and and you know the whole uh, telemedia across Southeast Asia. I think you guys are doing such a you know great job and you know putting journalists and PRs together and yeah, it's easier than ever. And uh, I think um, Leo and I are are you know also proud that. We've also been covered by telemedia uh, yeah, in yeah. one of the media alerts, right? Yes, so, yes, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we'll we're going to support you all the way, right? Not just because we have been covered, but I think it's a great <laughs> initiative by telemedia, and I hope uh, you know nothing but the best for telemedia and uh, you yourself personally. Uh, thank you, Haikal, for your time. Thank you, Haikal. Yes. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Leo. You guys are doing an awesome job as well. You guys have got a really interesting platform and I look forward to hopefully catch up with you guys in person in Jakarta when I get to fly there. I don't know when that might be, uh, but hopefully when I get to, to do that, I hope to meet you guys in person where we will have coffee or something. Sure, sure. Yes, yes. Okay. I think uh, Thank you guys. that's all. Uh, that wraps it up for uh, this week's episode okay for our listeners uh, we are going to put this up on Spotify very soon and see you very soon on another episode bye bye everyone bye thank you thanks Glenn thanks Leo